0: taking a balloon to space welcome to knickknack news i'm alex
1: and i'm anthony and my first story is space news this is from the guardian and the headline is james webb telescope detects evidence of ancient universe breaker galaxies and universe breaker in quotes. Oh, because I guess they're quoting someone. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but also that like these these galaxies aren't going to break the universe. That's not what they mean. Um, so
0: Oh. I mean, I don't know what I thought, but Yeah.
1: Okay. We're safe. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Um f- from that. Uh the James Webb Space Telescope has detected what appear to be six massive ancient galaxies, which astronomers are calling universe breakers because their existence could upend current theories of cosmology. Um, so that's why they're universe breakers. They're just like breaking a lot of theories we have about how the universe has started. Um So uh, the objects date to a time when the universe was just 3% of its current age, and they're far larger than what was presumed possible for galaxies so early after the Big Bang. Um, So they're very old, but very big, and that was apparently not a thing we thought could happen. (laughs) Um, So if confirmed, the findings would call into question scientists' understanding of how the earliest galaxies formed. Um, The observations came from the first data set released from NASA's James Webb Space Telescope which is equipped with infrared sensing instruments capable of detecting light emitted by the most ancient stars and yep. galaxies. Um, yeah, I feel like we've probably covered that multiple times at this point.
0: <laughs> That's okay. We'll say it again.
1: <laughs> For your friendly reminder. It's such
0: a cool telescope.
1: It's a very cool telescope. Um, while sifting through images, Dr. Erica Nelson of the University of Colorado Boulder, who is one of the co-authors of the study, uh, she spotted a series of fuzzy dots that appeared unusually bright and unusually red. Um so redness in astronomy is a proxy for age because as light travels across the expanding universe it is stretched out or redshifted. Uh these galaxies appear to be roughly 13.5 billion years old uh which places them about 500 to 700 million years after the big bang. Um and Nelson said, "It's bananas." <laughs> these ga- <laughs> These galaxies should not have had time to form. Uh like basically they're too big to like have formed in so, so short a time. Is what yeah, Like the, they don't understand how they got Like they don't big, understand okay. how they got the mass that they have in like such a short span of time.
0: Something's wrong something's off with the math.
1: Something's off with the math. We, something the, we're the doing something yeah.
0: wrong. We got to fix it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that's actually true. Though yeah. that's actually that's what we have to do. Here. Yeah. So existing models suggest that after a period of rapid expansion, the universe spent a few hundred million years cooling down, uh, enough for gas to coalesce and collapse into the first stars, and for galaxies to begin to form. Uh, this was a period known as the dark ages. Um, different dark ages, obviously. Ooh, uh, <laughs> ooh spooky. Yeah,
0: I, I, don't, I don't know why. How about to, like, the spooky, <laughs> the I do The
1: spooky Dark Ages. Uh, so the discovery of such massive galaxies so soon after the Big Bang suggests that the Dark Ages might not have been so dark after all, and that the universe might have been awash with star formation far earlier than we originally thought. Um, and they said further observations would be required to confirm the discovery before existing models could be abandoned. Uh, the team are planning to obtain spectrum images, Um of these locations, which could provide more accurate distance information and allow for a better estimate of mass. So they're doing their due diligence. They don't know for sure yet that we like, these are impossible basically in current models, but it sure seems like they might be. And this isn't the first time that James Webb has been like, Oh, by the way, this is wrong.
0: <laughs> yep.
1: So yeah, could be yet another way that it's uh changing our understanding of the universe.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. I thought so. Okay, my story today is also space news. This is from APNews.com, and the headline is, Japanese startup unveils balloon flight space viewing tours. Ta-da! What? <laughs> <laughs> they they a. <clears throat> a Japanese startup announced plans this week to launch commercial space viewing balloon flights <laughs> that it hopes will bring an otherwise astronomically expensive experience down to earth. I'm taking uh, there. Uh, they, they put uh, pods into the sense. Uh, so I, I reused them. It's, <laughs> um, it's yeah, this, this startup company has come up with a way to, which like, I feel like I've heard of this before, but maybe it's just, they're doing it a different way. I don't know. Like, you can you? Can it's basically like a hot air balloon that has the power to go all the way up, and then they're gonna like make those available to the public for less than what SpaceX uh costs um uh, charges for their trips to space, which, which is
1: probably is the money
0: $55 million that's hmm. space the SpaceX price.
1: So, how much less are they charging?
0: So, this company wants to charge $180,000 and they aim eventually to bring it down to somewhere in the tens of thousands of dollars for a, a trip.
1: So still, so still out of reach for the prohibitively vast expensive of people.
0: But um but it's way less than fifty five million. So That's true.
1: Like, but also still
0: <laughs> but also it still
1: just, it, I don't know. When you go from really fifty five million to like thousands, like tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars, it's just like, well that's just cheaper for the rich people. 'cause <laughs> like they're still the only ones that are gonna be like willing to throw that kind of money at something like this, to
0: yeah, I think unless there's some type of like I don't know, I'm trying to think of like if a company like wanted a, to send somebody for like work, work. purposes. <laughs>
1: Like, how can I convince my boss that I need to go to space for my program? Yeah. Hmm.
0: That's exactly. How can can I convince my boss that it would be good for my professional development um, to go to space? Um, You've heard
1: of working from home, but what about working from space? Working
0: from space.
1: (laughs) Can't get a good signal up here. (laughs) Or would you, because you're closer to the satellites.
0: Oh, Mm. wait a minute. Would you? Mm. Wait a minute. Mm.
1: (laughs) Probably not.
0: (laughs) How does this work? Um, So uh, the company CEO said that passengers do not need to be billionaires, go through intensive training, or have special language skills needed to fly a rocket in order to go on one of these trips. And they're they actually are they're trying to make it more access accessible for m- more people but like we said it's still, not still be like, like the, the average the person the
1: tax brackets
0: <laughs> 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 that's just what they said i mean yeah. um and then what else oh the first trip uh, by this company is planned as early as later this year so like pretty soon and this is a picture that was in the article that looks like the pod that you fly up in which kind of makes me scared a little bit like
1: those are just dining room chairs that they taped to the inside of a glass ball <laughs> and i can't be convinced otherwise
0: <laughs> are Those are
1: just a- like wooden dining room chairs are
0: they no they look like
1: but they not they just look wooden i guess
0: they just look wooden they're not actually
1: cuz that would be wild
0: I don't. Do <laughs> it's just a wooden we just chair. took some.
1: We just took these chairs from our dining room. We found a big glass ball.
0: It yeah. looks like the um the, I, the seats that would be in the inside of like a like a sports car maybe, but they're they're tan wood. Doesn't even colored. look like you
1: could sit up in that thing. You'd be like crouched over the. That looks so uncomfortable. I feel like they didn't think this part through very much. Like where do your feet like, go?
0: Like the ergonomics of the pod. Yeah. Right there. But like. It's like it the like whole thing is so small. Like, door? I don't know. But
1: like, are your feet like kind of like, yeah. <laughs> like it just doesn't look, I don't, unless I'm, yeah, unless it's frozen. just the angle that we're seeing it at, it doesn't look like it would be very comfortable.
0: I mean, I agree that it doesn't look, what I think is that this seems too fragile. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Um, I didn't, um, I didn't explain this, but it said in the article too, that like, that what, okay, the way it works is like the balloon just goes up like high enough that you can kind of like see, you can see sp- space and you can see like the curvature of the Earth and stuff. But you're not; it d- it's not technically going to go like all the way into outer space. It's right. just going to go like really, really like a lot, like Which higher than sense, like a plane would go.
1: Like how would it? Like isn't there's like
0: no because there's no air air in space. Yeah. Wait. So how does it even get up that high though? Like then if it's th- th- like it's described as a hot air balloon, but I don't think it's like you know how does it go? It's not back actually down? like a hot air balloon. I don't know I actually don't know how the technology works yeah this article did not really go into a lot of detail okay it just um, said that it's a type of balloon that can get up there and then come back down
1: all right well I'll let somebody else go first <laughs> <laughs> as is usually yeah. my strategy with these things
0: same that, that's just, <laughs> I feel like that's usually the conclusion that's that the, we yeah, have is like
1: recurring themes. like well I'm not gonna go it. first yeah my next story is food news And this is from delish.com, a uh, Nick Nick News favorite. <laughs> uh, the headline is Starbucks New Drinks Have a Shot of Olive Oil in Every Cup. I'm sorry. <laughs> Your reaction to that was exactly right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Starbucks is set to introduce a handful of new drinks made with extra virgin olive oil. And they promise it will be, quote, one of the biggest launches they've had in decades.
0: I, I don't know. I don't know, yep. how, to, I don't still, know how to speak. You're I don't still know I'm
1: responding correctly. Don't,
0: don't know how to feel about this.
1: This is all accurate and correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, they're calling it the Oleato line. And the collection of drinks will reportedly include the Oleato latte, which is oat milk and olive oil. Uh, the Oleato ice-shaken espresso, which is oat milk, hazelnut flavor, and olive oil, and the Oleado Golden Foam Cold Brew, which is sweet milk foam infused with two servings of olive oil.
0: I don't know if you've seen all of the facial expressions I've made over the past, like, <laughs> few seconds there. I haven't,
1: but I haven't, because I was reading. Uh, you don't seem excited about I,
0: this. I mean, I just want to know why. So like, do I. Okay.
1: They don't answer that. Uh, the,
0: okay.
1: Because, it, yeah, they said the idea for the unconventional collection came about after Starbucks, they said interim CEO Howard Schultz. I thought he was just their CEO, but whatever. Oh. Uh, he found himself playing around with the idea of combining olive oil and Starbucks coffee after meeting with olive oil producer Tommaso Asaro. Um, and this is a quote from Schultz. He said, when we got together and started doing this ritual, not sure what Whoa, that refers what? to. Uh, I said to Asaro, "I know you think I'm going to be crazy, but have you ever thought of infusing a tablespoon of olive oil with Starbucks coffee?" Uh, and then he says he thought it was a little strange, and so did Wait, we all.
0: The, the olive oil guy? The olive oil thought it was
1: weird, so I don't know why he's part of this discussion. <laughs> he's like. I don't know about that. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I was expecting mouth, you but,
0: to tell me the story about how the olive oil guy was like, you, have you ever heard of we've this? We've discovered like, this yeah, secret. Like no. you can put our the olive, put olive like, oil no, in coffee. Is,
1: this is weird. <laughs> this is weird. And so, yeah. but apparently they're going ahead with it. And they said, um, according to CNN, the U S could start seeing versions of this, uh, oleado line as early as this spring. Um, oh. and yeah, I, they didn't, <laughs> They didn't say why. Like it looked like the the article was like talking about the different health benefits of extra virgin olive oil, and I guess, but like that wasn't from Starbucks. That was just I guess them speculating as to why they might be doing this. Is like, does it?
0: Okay, let's it speculate.
1: Doesn't seem like it would taste good. Let's does it? speculate here. Okay, <laughs>
0: if if you if you're okay with that,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. I so is the olive oil the olive oil is in infused somehow in the beans or is it like put in the drink? I'm pretty sure it's
1: like a tablespoon of olive oil is like mixed into the drink, which is a not insignificant amount of olive oil. Like I feel like you would taste it.
0: Yes, you would taste it in my opinion.
1: Like the, Oh God, the idea of it just makes me feel sick.
0: I like olive oil.
1: Yeah, oh I, yeah. Actually I like. let would olive say oil. I
0: love olive oil, olive and I use it great, in a ton of but stuff. But it's, I use it in things that the, it's there for Boy. the flavor.
1: <laughs> right, olive oil is a very flavorful oil. It compared is compared to yes. some. Like, and there, it's, there are
0: definitely certain things that if you use olive oil, it's like, no, that was the wrong oil to correct. use in this. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is
1: correct, and something that I have learned by trial and error. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mostly error.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, therefore, like. Yeah, putting it in coffee now. Because here, here's the thing: putting like some type of like fat, like a butter or something like that, in coffee is that is a thing that people do. Okay, and I've actually tried that before, and that tastes okay. The thing is, like olive, like what I just said, like olive oil has like a very distinct flavor to it, so uh-huh. it's not like like if they were just trying to be like, oh, put in some type of like healthy fat into your coffee, like that's actually part of the whole like like if people are eating like low carb or whatever, like different things, like they'll do that. So me like <laughs> i was thinking like oh like mate at first maybe they're trying to do something there but like i don't think that that's it I so it's i just,
1: just because their ceo is crazy
0: <laughs> <laughs> their ceo is trying to do something like super innovative and just like this thing's crazy no one's doing this i just like it's gonna change the world of coffee like that's I, that's what that guy's i thinking. can't
1: get over the fact though that None of his quotes address, like, I tried this and it tasted good. Or, like, the guy that does the olive oil being, like, sometimes I add olive oil to my coffee. Like, something about, like, somebody having tried this (laughs) to see if it tasted
0: good. (laughs) Like,
1: that's kind of what's missing in the story. It's like, I could think of like a random liquid to add to coffee. There's several of them. It's like, oh, I've got this new coffee. It also contains a tablespoon of Hawaiian punch. (laughs) It's like, is it good? I don't know, but it's different, huh? We're going to call it the Hawaiiato line. And it's disgusting. Here you go. That'll be $17. Yeah,
0: or just like pick a random like health like oh yeah, like, healthy oh, in air quotes like we added
1: supplements.
0: Quinoa. <laughs> yes, yes, that's, that's exactly what I was thinking. Like we it's coffee, coffee with quinoa in it, like mm,
1: chunks of coffee. Look, the, everyone's favorite experience.
0: Starbucks thinks about your health. The quinoa coffee line. <laughs> infused with like really like,
1: coffee with whey protein. Like yeah, there's a, yeah. <laughs> with a wheatgrass shot in each yeah. <laughs>
0: Just like the smoothie places that do yeah.
1: This all yeah. of this sounds bad. Yeah. So I don't know. Hey, maybe I'll be proven wrong and it's like actually some kind of shock one of those things where like two things that sound like they shouldn't work together actually taste good. Yeah. But uh I'm skeptical.
0: Once again, I would be willing to try it just for the sake of trying it. Yeah. So maybe we can do that if it comes to a Starbucks near us. Yeah. And we can report over here.
1: Or if Starbucks is listening and they want to send us some.
0: Okay, we have a listener submission this week. This is from listener Mark. He sent us a story about a meteor that fell in Texas this week. Huh? Um, NASA confirms, or the headline is, NASA confirms 1,000-pound meteor hit the ground in Texas.
1: Whoa. Yeah. That's half a ton.
0: I think that this is... That, that Okay, the that headline's actually slightly misleading, though, because what happened was that that was the full size of it. But by the time it actually was like on the ground, it had broken up into like oh. some fragments.
1: So they lied to me. So the,
0: it's actually a little bit of a misleading headline. But yeah, NASA has confirmed that the meteor was a 1,000-pound meteor that came in through the atmosphere.
1: Wow. That's very large.
0: It is. Um, and <laughs> it's crazy. So apparently it was about two feet wide also. So like it was pretty... Small, like, was it long? <laughs> maybe it was just very massive. <laughs> was the last time we used
1: that? <laughs> I think it was very earlier dense. in the show, <laughs> we were talking about galaxies. Oh, yeah,
0: did we, did we say the word massive? Okay. Oh,
1: yeah, I already forgot, so. but yeah, it must have been a very dense meteor.
0: Yeah, um, and apparently, there was a sonic boom when it came in through the atmosphere because of just like how wow. big it was. and residents nearby described windows rattling and like an earthquake like shake happening like it like reverberated <laughs> um through the area and there was a big fireball that happened and everything so hmm. yeah it was kind of a big deal um as far as i know there was not any property damage or like no one got hurt or anything but that's good a lot of people saw it so it was a big deal but yeah like um like i said it, it kind of like sort of broke up into some pieces before it actually hit the ground and um at least one of those pieces has been found by people scientists um
1: people scientists whoever.
0: people scientists the 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 scientists of the people wait no
1: scientists who are people <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, so I think this is cool, and I, it seems like, yeah, they'll they'll probably, they're going to put that piece into a museum somewhere, so I don't know where yet,
1: but. That seems like a good place to keep it. Yeah. I've always wanted to see something like that, like, fall.
0: Didn't we talk about this, like. Probably. (laughs) A couple months ago or something? Yeah.
1: Because we've talked about other meteors that have fallen, most memorably the one that fell on that woman's pillow, like, right next to her. Yes! Like inches, that inches from her head. Like,
0: like it fell. Like I don't want behind-
1: that to happen. I would like to be a little further away, but still see it. Yeah, that's that's my dream. Come on, space, I would also like happen. to see
0: that too. Or just even like a few shooting stars, like all together, like something like. Yeah, I feel like even, I never see. Kind of like
1: I think that. I might have one time seen a shooting star. <sighs>
0: it would be nice to see shooting stars. The problem is where we live; it's just overcast like all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard.
1: Yeah, it's interesting too because we can see, like, when it's not, we can see stars pretty well at night. Like, we're far away from, like, the main city enough to, like, not have that bad of light pollution. But yeah, every time there's, like, a meteor shower or whatever, it's always
0: overcast. Yep. Yep.
1: So, one day, one day, one day.
0: All right, that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We post episodes every Friday. And as always, the links to this week's stories will be in the episode description.
1: Thanks again to Mark for that story. If you want to share a story with us about Texan meteorites or anything else, you can send us an email at icnacnews at gmail.com.
0: All right, we'll see you next week.
1: Bye. Bye!